Welcome to Found in Prague. Welcome back, everyone, to Found in Prague. I am Miranda Berg. I don't know if I ever say my last name, but I'm here with Alex, and I'm here with Mitchell, and I'm here with Sean. Audrey is missing again, which is sad, but we shall hopefully have interesting things to say without her regarding music. Uh, Music is like one of the best things ever, in my humble opinion. And I'm really excited about this one. Um, so for those who are listening, um, whether you just like listening to music or you are a musician yourself, um, we hope that this kind of gets you thinking about music in different ways. And also, maybe we will have fun learning new music from each other. Or, I don't know. Who knows? I feel like there might be some of us in this room that listen to music that we wouldn't expect. Like Russian music? Yeah, I would not guess you, Alex, that you would listen to Russian music. It's a big secret. It's a big secret. (laughs) No, it's cool because like we have three musicians in, in the room, right? And I'm the sound guy, so... Three talented people and one that doesn't have any talents. So he does the sound. Um, but you but have talent in the sound. Yeah, if I do a, sound, like, the, Alex, it yeah. sounds trash. Yes, yes. But that's the, you know, the people without talents then go and do sound. And then the talented people actually on the stage <laughs> in the front. So, But I don't have no. talent to do sound. Yeah, that's why, you know, I'm in a back. And exactly. You're in the front. So you have talent. No. And um, I don't. Anyways, <laughs> it, that's not the focus of the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, but it's really cool. Like I, um, the music is really like playing a big part in my life. But I'm on a side of listening, like consumer side, mm-hmm. not the producer. But you guys are actually doing the music, right? And well, like first of all, you're mm-hmm. playing it, right? But you also, at least, few people here I know that they're trying or into writing some music right yeah writing so but you're not like, producing well yet yeah <laughs> yet the keyword is yet. yet um but it's super cool like i, I want to hear how did your journey with music start like for you um first like playing things and then you know the producing part or writing one of the things i could tell is uh, <laughs> choir Choir, huh? choir Actually, was a choir. huge part of my like music life. Yeah. Christian well, choir, yeah, church choir and um, school choir. Well, I was in a school choir for an interesting. Were you? I was. I was kicked out. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> not not for very long. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, my talent speaks for itself. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. So like, like I love just. I don't know. I. I liked participating in singing. Mm-hmm. I knew for a fact. So I just joined since childhood, like the school choir, no, the church choir. And then uh, I always wanted to like, I thought 
I somehow I had a lot of confidence in myself back then. <laughs> right now, I like, okay, very I'm, humble, very humble, I'm, Sean. I'm really sorry, but I lied. I actually was kicked out of the school choir, but I was in a church choir for a few years, actually. <laughs> See, choir has so a many lot things of I things. I forgot. Yes. Yeah, it's it's an important part of music life. It's like choir really does teach you how to like properly sing along with people, sing yourself. How to properly like, <laughs> Alex breathe is said and no. sing and develop and <laughs> be confident in yourself. I think Christian choirs have just have very low tolerance. Standard, for, yeah, low standards. standards. Yeah. Uh, because they accepted I me. I wouldn't agree. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree. What I'm saying is like I. But, however, um, school choir was a different story. Uh, I was the only guy for like a few years. Whoa. <laughs> yeah yeah so that kind of forced me to like be good like actually i was the only guy so that that, that was a big deal so and uh yeah however like the reason why i got into like guitar and singing and worship songs was church and uh and also i liked worship music anyway so that allowed me to like, um, guitar allowed me to properly sing at home. That's why I learned guitar. So I think that's the proper start for me. Can yeah. I insert a comment that has nothing to do with this topic, but I want to create a game for our listeners. Nice. It's to count how many times Sean says the word properly. <laughs> <laughs> Do I say that? <laughs> you say properly like every other word, Sean. Really? And that's my like. It, it, that's it's my your, like, It's right? your like. It's it's totally your like. Oh, my goodness. You say properly like. <laughs> now so I'm going to be much. conscious about and it. I, I'm sorry. I, I, you I, probably will. Neither of us do, but I think every one of us has a word. We have a filler repeat. word. Yeah, oh, my gosh. All the time. So yes. I think not only for Sean, but no, it's true. For, for each one of it's us. It's just an interesting like a uh, default word is yeah. properly do you use it a lot in in um korean actually i probably do because <laughs> you know what when you when your sister was trans sorry this is super random but when your sister was translating for your parents she also said it a bunch and i was like i wonder if it's just in korean you use it a lot and i think it really does come from character i'm trying to do everything properly <laughs> <laughs> All Koreans like at least the standard. <laughs> yeah. So I like you know. Sorry, that was a tangent. But no, no, it's very interesting. Maybe we can record another podcast of like talking, yeah. about, talking about about Sean and properly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my no. philosophy about properly. just the patterns in languages. Mm -hmm. like, we that, follow some patterns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I, totally. I know. I, I I hear a lot of Czech people following specific yes. patterns when trying to speak english yes. because that's how the czech language mm, is constructed yeah, yeah, true. yeah and it also kind of forces you to think a certain way but what was actually really funny is i listened to a podcast with me in it for the first time and i realized so many things i say and 
I was like kind of annoyed with myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't imagine how many podcasts I have listened of me yes. talking yeah. because I'm editing it. And you're like, and it's why? super annoying. Like it's probably really good I, for me. That, that's how I speak. Oh no! Oh, and like, yeah. I, I was cutting at the beginning. I was cutting a lot of things that really annoyed me, and it took me like hours to edit podcasts. Now I'm like, whatever. Whatever. Same. Yeah. I literally did the same thing too because I was editing so much yeah. of, yeah. I think that's one of the like, things that whatever. is like it's just very important to overcome as a musician is to be able to hear your voice. Oh, that's so true. Like, oh, yeah. oh my. The like, weird part. Me hearing my own singing, do you know, like that took forever that's to so properly true. actually listen to myself. Yeah. And then actually when I started to actually accept my voice, I got a lot better. And that's, I think, uh, what I tell everyone who's in the choir, who's in like singing, who's just like, they're just so afraid of hearing their own voices yeah. that they have a hard time improving. That's so true. Yeah. It's also really weird because, like, for example, I don't per se like my voice. Like, I don't really care about it. But I don't think it sounds good. But sometimes people come up to me and they say, you have a nice voice. And I'm, I'm like... I guess I don't know. When I listen to myself th- sing, I do not like it at all. But yeah. I've only done that weird, once. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just say weird things. Yeah, I mean, people yeah, like like weird, like weird things, things. So yeah. I, so yeah. he's saying that you have a weird voice. No, Mitchell. no. I'm have you ever heard people... Mitchell sing? I never. I don't know. What? That's an interesting I question. S- I well, when, Mitchell, when I'm would doing you like the slides, sing I'm for singing us right now. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> just teasing. Yeah, just, just sing a, a just bit. Just sing. Know. We want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird podcast. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. really sorry for everyone listening mm-hmm. to it, but we're I having a bunch of fun great. right now. <laughs> this is like Alex's vision come to life. Just putting the microphones in the middle of the table and talking. We also had so much chicken today. <laughs> <laughs> on on the music topic we had yep. a lot of chicken today you're welcome <laughs> for okay. everyone who is hungry and you need their lunch or dinner you're just chicken. welcome yeah chicken. chicken is the way to go <laughs> um okay returning back returning to back yeah, to music yeah. miranda what about you yeah uh for me music was kind of just like kind of an underlying thing in my family i think my grandpa was a musician he was a trumpet player and he played piano a little bit and he and his siblings traveled around the u.s playing in different churches and i didn't really realize this till later in life how much music was part of like kind of my family heritage but my mom would always sing with us when we were really little and try to teach my sister and i harmony and i remember actually being so frustrated when I was just a young person because my sister would sing these really amazing complicated harmonies and I couldn't I didn't have the ability at that time to just stay on the melody and I would get so mad at her and be like Casey will you stop singing harmony because I can't even sing now (laughs) and she'd be like but Miranda you just have to try to learn and now I'm like really thankful that I had those kind of opportunities of like people pushing me to like learn those different things and I wouldn't say I'm the the most skilled musician like playing on instruments it's really been a challenge for me to learn the skill of playing 
um, on instruments. I play a little bit of piano and, and a tiny bit of guitar, but it's definitely like music is in me and I like using it as a way of expressing things. And I think when I started writing, that was another area for me that was just so fun to explore, putting lyrics to tunes and just really, really fun. I didn't start doing that till later on in life. Um, but I mean, I write songs all the time. Wow. Yeah. Thought that I had while you were talking about family is uh, so much of the music um, parts is coming from your surroundings and mm -hmm. family. So if your family, for example, has a, I don't know, your father was a piano player or whoever in your family was doing music, most probably there will be something musical talents passing in your, like to the next generation. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And it's really fascinating, but it also works the other way. For example, all my uh, older brothers, tastes of music passed to me because I was listening to him to, mm -hmm. to the same music because he was listening to it. So all these tastes and what surrounds you actually influences of what you're growing up growing up with. Mm -hmm. And also it influences like my family has zero musicians in it. Mm -hmm. I have some relatives that are really great musicians, but my family wasn't, so neither am I. But your family had some music background, so you are kind of a musician. So it's a really interesting yeah. kind of pattern. That It's interesting, though, because my parents weren't. Like, they didn't play anything. And so it was really weird because it didn't happen till later. Like, my siblings and I fantasized when we were little kids about being musicians and, like, being whatever but you were singing right but, yeah you, you we were, were, we were you said singing. your mom was yeah singing, she would so. sing with us yeah but then it was just funny because like later when it started becoming reality reality of like oh we're actually like we're actually musical all three of my siblings are and both my brother and sister are far more talented than i am in music my brother is like a genius because he's never had lessons on anything and he just plays so well <laughs> my sister has had a lot of lessons she had voice lessons and piano lessons but um yeah they're both really really good so it was it was odd it, like it didn't like hit till later in life oh like that kind of like came out in my family but yeah you're absolutely right about how it shapes so much because I re can remember standing in the middle of my house at any given moment And you would have, because my parents also listened to a lot of music and they loved music in that aspect of listening to it. And so I remember standing in the middle of my house and you could hear from one room, which was their computer room, someone playing music off of YouTube, probably one of my parents. You could hear just around the corner, my sister playing on the piano And then upstairs, the guitar sound of the guitar coming down the stairs from my brother, all at the same time, simultaneously. And if you stood in the middle of the house, you could just experience all of it at once. And you're like, what is happening right now? This is too much sound. But anyways, it was always fun. My family has like no music background at all. So. Your sister has such a good voice. Like, holy cow. She is really obsessed about 
like pro like I said properly again. <laughs> properly singing sorry oh, no, that, i'm that sorry i'm now. really sorry i shouldn't have, <laughs> I shouldn't have. i've literally been holding my tongue for <laughs> all the seasons <laughs> how many podcasts 25 25 <laughs> <laughs> i had to say something finally i shouldn't uh, have said no, anything she yeah. uh she likes singing so she will like she'll always be on um like the thing is like of our parents will never do anything musically when we grew up. Mm-hmm. They will try to send us to music school, but because we don't have any like parents like interaction with it, I'll just stop. Uh, or I like music, but because my sister was into different type of music, we'll never interact or talk about music. And uh, my brother is into dancing. My sister likes singing and dancing. My brother likes dancing and singing a little bit. I like singing and playing the instrument. So it was like super weird, like seeing why we were interested in music when my parents were were not, not. were not. And also like how much like they had opinions about it, but they have no education background. <laughs> my favorite was having your family over for dinner around Christmas time. And we did karaoke. Yeah. And watching your brother and sister sing karaoke was one of the most entertaining things. That's that's actually like the oh very my. Korean thing, right? The karaoke singing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a super weird Korean... And I I don't like singing tradition. karaoke. <laughs> I'm the only one who's like your only... Was so you're the old, old, old Korean only child. The wo- only one who like has a hard time adjusting to the karaoke like singing. <laughs> I just can't. What? You, you also... won the competition for YP. What no, are you talking about? No. And you also can't use a selfie stick. So True. I can't do many things <laughs> musically. <laughs> I really do believe it. And like, I lo- I just am so used to editing my music to my own liking of all worship songs, pop songs, that if I don't play it on my own way, I have a hard time singing. Oh my, karaoke is so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they go, go to this topic? But like, actually, like, actually, like, the karaoke topic is really interesting because the origins of how karaoke appeared—it it was like totally a uh, financial kind of project, uh, like mm-hmm. how it was created. Uh, it, basically, the the machine that was a karaoke mm. machine, like the things we're using right now, is completely different. But like back when it was invented, it's a really interesting story. I don't want to take time right now, but. Yeah, if if you would be interested, just Google how the karaoke started and on uh, this odd podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of random things like well, karaoke is music. Uh, no, right? it, so, it is. It uh, is. Yeah. It's a, a subgenre. Of what I'm really curious about music is like, what was your favorite band growing up? Is like I think it's something that oh I'm gosh. really interested. Like, what's funny about me is my family was super, super not, not musical. musical. At all, extremely. Like they don't listen. Oh. They didn't even listen to music. They or what only listen to worship, but they didn't like. They just listened to Christian music. Like that's what they listen to. It's just Christian music because it's Christian, not yeah. because they yeah. like how it sounds or something. Oh, interesting. And I grew up like just so not sad, knowing <laughs> anything. Like my parents, like realized that I literally knew nothing, and that I was like weird. Because I could not relate to anyone. 
I didn't know who Michael Jackson was <laughs> and stuff like that. They, my, my parents had to tell me like, okay, Mitchell, this is who Michael Jackson is. Let's listen to a couple of his songs. How old were you at this point? I was in time? probably like ten or something. Oh, I don't know. We could actually look it up. Way because older like, than I expected. Uh, like a it's, couple days. It later. sounds like a sorry, but like a sex education, you know? But yeah, the music. seriously. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh Michael, goodness. we need to what? sit and talk. Yes. <laughs> so there is Michael Jackson. This is Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, in high school, we I were <laughs> avoiding this topic. For <laughs> We've been avoiding in years, but uh, now yeah. it's time. Anyway, uh, I, um, yeah, then I joined band class in high school, and I was learning how to play the bass. And I started actually learn like listening to music, and I didn't I like still back then didn't know anything, and it's really interesting now because like now I'm really into music and I listen to music all the time and I and a lot of different genres. I too. listen to so many different genres. I waste a lot of time listening to music. It's not a waste. Well, I can agree. I feel like at a certain point, I don't know. I don't know. And like I play instruments now and whatever, but yeah, my background was very not. I think it's so sad (laughs) because I grew up with like such the opposite. My parents were like music connoisseurs. Like growing up, when my siblings and I, when we were home alone doing our schoolwork again, because I was homeschooled, we would go to we would play a game while we were doing our schoolwork. Really great. I don't know what we called it, but each person had to play a song um, on YouTube. We would just play whatever music, but it had to be in a different genre, every every song. So like my brother Jesse would put a song on that was a rap song. Then my sister would go put opera. Then I would go put, you know, indie. And then Jesse would put um, like rock. And then like we would, every song... Like, it, you can never have two songs in the same genre back to back. And we would play this game for hours. And we would, like, almost try to go to, like, the most extremes of what could we listen to. And so I feel like I grew up with such a weird variety of yeah. music. What's funny though, well, I don't know if I should s- tell the origin origin stories of my, well, before I was born, before I was on this planet, my mom was in Italy, and uh, do you, you know this story, right? Yeah. Yeah. When she, well, when she just found out she was yeah, pregnant she found with out you. she was pregnant with me, and uh, she, she, you know, this Italian man was so excited, he was like, oh my gosh. They had just announced it. Yeah, they announced it. So he brought out his mandolin. He started singing and like dancing around the table or something like that. I don't know. They were at a restaurant. Yeah. And uh, they were like, he's going to be a boy and he's going to be a musician. <laughs> <laughs> and, they did it, and they didn't do anything, but somehow it worked out. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, the part about when, when you said, when I said that, or you said that you had relatives doing music, and then I said that um, 
the your surroundings influence you was that my brother was into a lot of different genres of music so i would listen to all of them growing up and because we have 11 years difference with my brother um like he would be listening to and he would be in the age where he had some tastes but he would also listen a lot of music so i would i had to listen to this music and i'm really grateful actually that he wasn't any particular genre of music but he would listen to all of it yeah um and i grew up with also this sense where like really enjoyed all the different genres of music and they would like there wouldn't be any specific direction where i would go with it mm-hmm. and i would explore a lot of other things but it's also interesting for me because um i grew up in well i grew up in moldova but then i moved to russia but we would listen i would listen to a lot of american music but also russian music but it's mm-hmm. really interesting because you probably never heard any russian that songs being true. in the us i don't know maybe some like well, maybe a few maybe but you were not listening not, to like not whole avid. albums no yeah. no no yeah. maybe like, like my dad probably would have listened to something random mm, like that yeah, yeah. but um, but it definitely wasn't like an avid part of the music i listened to and, yeah. and then I, I now i think about it it's really interesting because uh most americans would probably not listen to anything that is not american like unless they know the language or live in the country specifically but russians would listen a lot of russian music and american music yeah. because american music is the most popular in music the in the world right uh, most of the best singers probably best bands are it, british or american you know so it depends like k-pop is really big yeah right now but uh, that's what i wanted to ask in sean the... like what what were you listening when you were growing up is it was it a lot of korean music or were you also listening to american or like what was the? uh i was listening to mostly uh russian pop and english pop well, but we need to say where you grew up right like, I, I grew up in uzbekistan okay so that makes so sense. yeah i was exposed to a lot of russian music a lot of russian worship musics that i still somehow sometimes like when i attend russian churches i'm like whoa i know that song <laughs> this is creepy i wish you guys could have seen sean's face just <laughs> now like, he like emulated shock oh my. <laughs> whoa like it's like how powerful music is and you like if you grew up with it like when you hear once again like all the floodgates (laughs) of memory yeah that's like that's another like wormhole it's music like a a few things in your life can actually trigger a lot of emotions first is a smell and other is music Mm -hmm. so sometimes i would listen to some albums and this album is a particular period of my life because the way I listen to music, I I find something really great that I like, and I would listen for it for like a month or yeah. two, un- unless that I really like too. can't listen to it anymore. But it represents a period of my life, yeah. and y- playing this music again replays you. you like yes, takes you back to this and all the emotions and all the things and you yeah. can like replay things especially when you're like by yourself yes with like his heads you yes. know, with your headphones and yes. you just you just go into that place and you're just like taken there mm-hmm. has anyone been into dubstep for some i have been like when i first yeah, started to like when it, go into because i was into dance and so then oh, a little bit okay, with okay. dance with hip-hop and because, stuff yeah like when you say going into it 
that was like the only genre I could actually get into. That's so funny. <laughs> like into the zone of like just like weird wob wobs and you know <laughs> wob wobs. <laughs> I don't know. I could actually interpret something out of that yeah. music instead of like actual lyrics and uh-huh, stuff. Uh-huh. Like um that's what I realized is that uh I don't understand how people enjoy listening to K pop sometimes. <laughs> I didn't even enjoy K pop until I was like twenty years old. I had a friend that was really into K-pop when we were kids, and she always made me learn all the dances. And, and the, I understand the dancing part, <laughs> but I don't understand like just enjoying the music. The music. Itself. I'm like, oh, what? Dude, you this- don't like shiny, Sean? Do not know what <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Like I, that's what I'm saying. Like I was like kind of forced to listen to all those music that I didn't like. And I was like, ah. and my sister was always into those things, and <laughs> she's always loved dancing and music, so she'll always like put it on, and and I will. I'm so sensitive to like sound that I will always scream at her to stop the music, but she doesn't mind having alarm blasting everywhere. <laughs> so that was a tangent. Where were we? <laughs> yeah, no, we we were talking about uh, listening, and I think one of the favorite ways I would uh, like. M- Music was my time to process thoughts, emotions, mm-hmm. and the best times were where I would like. I grew up on like weird movies, and one of the it's Russian movies. It's like really great cinematography and really great meaning. Probably wouldn't make much sense to people that are not Russian, but the main character in the movie would have a CD player and it was my dream to buy a CD player. Oh. It, it was oh. like, so you can cute. you can bring your music with, with you, you and listen it anywhere. And the and the and my period of life where I was at was, I was spending a lot of time in a train mm-hmm. and in a train, it's really boring. You can't do anything. Yeah. But if you can bring music with you on a CD player, on, on a, like an MP3 portable player, it was like the best thing in life and somehow like in a year i could afford it i bought it and it was like the best thing ever happening to me <laughs> then you can bring your music with you and spend a long time because like you yeah it's your emotions it's feelings you process a lot of things and you just enjoy yeah. like you're sub- submerged in the music so that's the best times i think and that's why i love music like it, mm-hmm. it's a different level that it communicates with you and mm-hmm. talks to you yeah I have a friend, and this was such a funny moment too. I'm sorry for all of my friends that I call them out on things, but um, aka Sean, but um, <laughs> but I just loved her because she she said one time to me, she's like, yeah, because I have like a really large like variety of music music and different genres, and I was like, no, Madeline, I was like, you don't. She'll laugh if she ever listens to this episode. I was like, no, you don't. I was like, you have a lot of different genres of indie. So you have indie worship. <laughs> you have you have um, folk indie. You have all, all the different kind of indies. Yes, you have the, those. Di- and and she, a few days later, she came up to me. She's like, oh my gosh, I realized you're right. I like, I don't listen to any other genre. I was like, Yes, I know. <laughs> but it's just interesting like how different things connect with different people. Like just thinking about her for her, she was so fulfilled in that genre of indie music. And but for me, like 
to pull out different emotions. Like I need to go into like different genres almost to like process those different emotions or thoughts or whatever. What do you think about um, being a Christian and listening to non-Christian music? Like how does it influence you? Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting topic for me because like I would listen to a lot of music before I became a Christian, but after I became a Christian, I'm mostly listening to like Christian worship music, which is a very narrow subgenre of all the music. I would listen to other music too, but mostly I would listen to Christian music. And um, the question is, like, listening to non-Christian music, does it um, take you away from God in some ways or not? Like, what what are your personal personal opinions? I'm really interested. I have some experience of not listening to Christian music for, like, long periods of my life. My entire high school, basically, um, or middle school. Also being a Christian at the same time? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was being okay. Christ- I was Christian. I was just listening to, like, dubstep, hard, mm-hmm. like, hard rock, mm-hmm. or rock, or pop. I didn't actually didn't listen to pop. Um, I liked listening to, like, indie stuff. Uh, what I feel like it does firsthand was... Uh, I was not able to, like, oh, it was annoying that I couldn't get into worship music, first of all, because I had to, like, prepare worship even back then. Um, and you need to like the music to you to sing it. That was that was my problem. I couldn't get into it. Then second of all is like, um, like I couldn't understand like, for example, like, for example, David. He loved music to the point where he created huge choirs. And huge bands were to just worship God, and he will dance like to it like crazy. I just couldn't understand like people dancing to worship music, and that really did influence my life in church because I didn't like the, the worship music and all the stuff, so I couldn't appreciate it in a way that I properly appreciated the other music. Um, so in that way, I would say it does kind of for me it did kind of diminish some aspects of being, me being able to properly connect with uh, God, with God in a musically spiritual way. So, uh, but later on I understood what it means to properly getting into like what, why there's such thing as worship music, gospel music, and me properly understanding that getting into that, like allowed me to enjoy that aspect of worship in a very renewing way, but, before I couldn't, so that's mm-hmm. one thing I can say. Yeah, I came out of a super long. Well, I I simply wasn't um, taking Christianity seriously for a very long time, and once I did, I didn't listen to any Christian music at all, like nothing, besides U two. But yeah. U2 is a Christian music? Wait. Well, it's not. It's yeah. a Christian. Well, they're supposedly <laughs> Yeah, Christian there's band. a guy who is a Christian in the band, yeah, yeah or well, says he's Christian. Or, yeah. Well, I don't know. He says Jesus sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think the way you, you have, to, like, after I, yeah, really started devoting myself, I really, like, a lot of the music I had to reflect on to why I was listening to it. Like some things I could tell was it was not from um, 
I don't know how to say this. Um, I just guess not from a good place or um, there is a clear message in it or a feeling in it that made you feel. And it wasn't, it's not that it was evil. It's just not good, I guess. Not, not edifying or not, something? Yeah. And I think you just need to be really um, attentive to like why you're listening to it. Because there's a lot of non-Christian music that, you know, I listen to because I think the person who made it is like super creative and like I just like love listening to it and I'm not going to stop listening to it. So, well, like it's just, you know, very creative and I like it and I think you just have to ask yourself why. Um, I find it fascinating because... I actually really have a hard time listening to worship passively in terms of if worship music is just on in as a background music, it annoys the crap out of me. I do not like worship music as background noise because for me, it's a very intentional place with the Lord. And um, I, I don't know why I, I have a really hard time with worship music in the background interesting um but i love worshiping and i love if i turn on worship music it is because i am intentionally like going into a place of worship with the lord doesn't mean that that moment of background whatever can't be a time of worship but for some reason i have have a really hard time Mm. with it Mm. like it it's it's hard for me um actually just in the background i because i i actually have a hard time with a lot of worship music too i think um musically i don't really like it very much um it depends on what it is there i think there 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 is some creative stuff that is coming out and like i enjoy it but creative in the creative aspect um i think that it's almost been dumbed down and i've actually heard this in church before which really frustrated me um, by some worship leaders asking musicians to play less skillfully because it was too distracting. Like they shouldn't show off like that. And I think it's all about the heart of like, if that person has a heart of worship, it doesn't matter. Like the skill can be another level of like awe of who God is. And so anyways, I just thought that that was really, really interesting. Um, and so I feel like that actually has happened a lot in Christian music where the skill has been almost diminished or like the creativity has been diminished because of a fear of being pride based or a fear of putting um, attention on yeah. oneself. And I understand the root of that because, yeah, we don't want to do that. You know, we want to reflect something back onto God but I think it all has to do with that heart posture so I have an interesting journey and relationship with worship music in general or like Christian music I actually 
do not like mainstream Christian music at all. Like, I, I hate it. I, well, it depends <laughs> on what is mainstream Christian music for you. It's, this it's is a true. Very wide. Th- term. This is really true. Uh, if examples. I were to go into, if I were to go to America and turn on the Christian radio station, oh, yeah, I, I cannot hate. stand yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. hate it with passion. Very popularized parts <sighs> of it. Yeah, yeah. I understand I what you're. So and I also hate it. Yeah, I don't understand it. But like, there are just some bands I follow. Like, like, yeah. That and are, I don't mean to bash Christian music because yes, there is good Christian music yeah. out there. And and I've learned to find Christian music that I really enjoy and mm-hmm. that I really love. Um, and that I think has a beautiful message and, yeah. and beautiful heart behind it. But I do think that there is such a cool element also in the revealing of God through creativity, whether it was Christian or not. And I think that I've had so many experiences and moments listening to non-Christian music and marveling at God through it. Um, I remember my dad one day, I had come downstairs um, and he was pacing around. He would always do this in the mornings. And he just, with tears in his eyes, <laughs> he was listening to just like the most random 80s music, I think. And with tears in his eyes, he was like, this is amazing. These people are using their gifts that God gave them. They're using them. And just that in and of itself is amazing. And he said, of course, if they had done it with the heart to serve God, it would make it 10 times better. But just the fact that they use what God gave them is incredible. And I think that that's true with a lot of musicians. You can kind of marvel and a lot of music, you can marvel at the gift that God gave them and it can trigger something inside of you um, to connect with God in a deeper way. And I think, I mean, what Mitchell was saying is true. There, There's a lot of music out there that is trash and that was made from a yucky intention or a yucky place and there is no value in it at all actually like it's just like gross <laughs> um but i think that there's a lot of quote unquote non-christian music that's really beautiful um almost actually even revelation of god whether that person realized it or not hmm. i also had a really fascinating moment I'm not, and i'm talking too much right now but I was going into a quiet time with the Lord and I was about to put on a worship song because I was going to have just a little time of worship. And I felt like the Holy Spirit had told me, no, put this song on. And it's called Don't Kill My Vibe. And I forget who it's by, but it's like the most angsty, like, like girl angst song of all time. And I remember thinking, What? Like, no, God, I'm trying to have like some time with you. Like, why would I play that song? But I played it and literally like the first verse, like something like broke inside of me and I just started like bawling my eyeballs out and God just like ministered to me through that song. And looking back, I'm like, what? That was such a weird and random song. Why in the world would God use that? But I just think it just shows how he can use so just anything um if your heart is open to it and in the right place but i don't know that's my personal experience and perspective i think a lot of people might disagree with it but Uh, yeah a few thoughts on that Uh, yeah i I understand and i agree that some of the music can definitely show how god gives talents to people and how talented people can be and how beautiful music can be Mm -hmm. But still, it doesn't 
fill you in spiritually the, the way worship music does, at least for me, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to non-Christian music at all, or mm-hmm. you probably should, and there is a lot of great music that you should listen to, but talking, feeling spiritually, probably the worship music is that feels me the most. Um, I also can listen to worship music in the background uh, to feel, but I understand your point that sometimes we start feeling with the worship music like as a background and then it loses its purpose or meaning mm-hmm. somehow. So I understand that point. And also on the other point about the um, kind of um, simplifying Christian music, uh, the, the other kind of very unpleasant thing we had in my previous church was the debate about like what instruments to use and what not because some of them are coming from non-christian culture so like you're bringing secular world into christian music and guitar is like from the devil or whatever right, you know right, and, right. and things like that this this is really crazy and i think this is like yeah but more conservative churches would would do these things yeah. like don't use this or that because this yeah. is like secular and things mm-hmm. like things mm-hmm. like that but i think it's overboard and yeah, yeah you know god created I, musical instruments and, and i think it, it all really comes back to so much of the heart and like because i can understand some of the points even like yes it's not to bring attention to myself like you know in in a worship time like to show off a skill but i think showing off a skill in light of like i'm boasting in christ right now that you know God gave me the gave talent. me that yeah. talent, yeah. and um, I mean some 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 of the most amazing worship times for me have been when musicians go completely wild with their instruments and the gift that God gave them and the skill that they have, and you just go, oh my gosh, like God, you designed that, you designed music like that, and for someone to be able to do that, oh, it's just. It's phenomenal. But yeah, I think that is interesting. I, I do think I can have a very spiritual and deep connection um, with God, with music that wasn't, that isn't worship music. Not all things, of course, um, but certain ones, certain, certain things. I've definitely experienced a deep place of worship. I can be moved by the non-Christian music, that's for sure. But I, I don't think I ever recall it like being moved by God by, by God. listening to non-Christian music. That's so interesting, yeah. yeah. Hmm. What about you? I have... Uh, there are certain songs it's you can, but uh, it's weird, yeah. <laughs> I would say there's it's kind of very specific kinds of songs for me that are non-Christian that... I can connect spiritually, but I'm also in the same boat as you. I, well, yeah. I grew up in a household where they put Christian music in the background. background. And I didn't, yeah, I don't, it's like, doesn't make sense to me, really. Mm. I have to be super intentional with it, because, like, if it's just background music, I'm not focusing on it anyway. It's interesting. It can be used, I suppose, and I've seen this, it can be used to create an atmosphere yes. for something mm-hmm. and yes. i think that's a whole different thing but that's for the intention of creating like yeah. an atmosphere I guess. not filling in the space yeah but yeah th- that's what i'm using it for when i'm talking about background like when i would 
do some project or I don't know when I need to be creative and I kind of I don't know music kind of fills in my soul if if I can say that like what you're putting inside of you is what is getting outside of you when you're creating things so Mm -hmm. that that's Mm -hmm. that's what I mean by background like I, I don't actively participate in worshiping at that moment Mm -hmm. but it's still something that fills you in or fuels you on Mm -hmm. what you're creating so i can i I can do some ministry things related to for example i don't know creating a list of inventory inventorization of things from church and i would rather listen to a christian worship music in the background so i'm not totally worshiping and you know Mm -hmm. but it's still not that background it just like fills you in still mm-hmm. even though you're not actively participating yeah. in like singing or playing but it's still something mm-hmm. that i don't know yeah i can see that yeah yeah but yeah. i don't do that really yeah and it, it's really interesting right like to hear stories of people i think amy also once shared that she never listened to a non-Christian music because she she was in a family, like Christian family from her, yeah. you know, she was born in a Christian family and first non-Christian music she started listening when she was like in her teen, teens, right? Yeah. So that was yeah. really interesting. I never, it, it's weird for me. Yeah. Kind of. It is. It's interesting. Well, we didn't really talk about our specific bands or anything that we listened to, but... We hope you guys enjoyed this episode, even in our wackiness um, of random things like Sean's um, filler words and the fact that we had chicken. But um, (laughs) uh, we really enjoy music in this group and um, hope you guys have fun listening to different kinds of music from around the world and in different genres. And we'll catch you next time on Found in Prague. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Found in Prague. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. Join us next time.